This is a busy signal. When you call a Nelson house and you hear this, it means one of four things. David is talking to a girl. Ricky is talking to a girl. Ozzy's talking to the phone company about the bill. Or Harriet has finally gotten hold of the phone. And I guess this is Harriet's lucky day. Yes, Clara. It's a little shop on High Street called Norma's Thrift Shop. But you ought to sell it. You just can't throw that beautiful gold lame dress away. Uh, Harriet, is that the dress that... That's the one. Well, there's no reason to be embarrassed about it, Clara. If you need some extra money, take my advice and sell all the dresses you don't want. Uh, Harriet. Well, that's what I'd do if I were you. Harriet. Ozzy agrees with me, don't you, Ozzy? Harriet. All right, Clara. Well, let me know what you get for it. Bye. Harriet. All right, dear, you can have the phone now. I don't want the phone. Well, I wouldn't have hung up so soon if you hadn't been saying Harriet, Harriet, Harriet. Harriet. We're getting nowhere, dear. <laughs> what are you trying to tell me? Harriet, I'm surprised at you. What was I doing? Giving Clara Randolph some advice. Well, what's wrong with that? She needs some extra money to buy a coat, so I suggested that she sell some of her nice dresses she has around and doesn't wear anymore. Well, I don't think it's up to you to tell her what she should do with her wardrobe. Besides, Joe Randolph liked that slinky gold lame dress. Yes, but Clara's put on a little weight and it doesn't fit her slinker anymore. <laughs> well, nevertheless, you shouldn't give people advice. Why not? Well, it always gets you into trouble. If they follow your advice and things turn out wrong, they always blame it on you. Yes, but I don't give that kind of advice. Well, you certainly do. I've heard you advising your friends on all sorts of things. Well, it's good advice. Harry, you just can't make snap judgments for people over the telephone. Advice can only make enemies, and I wouldn't give any. Is that your advice? That's my ad... Harriet, I never give advice. <laughs> I'll admit I used to, but I don't anymore. Well, don't get upset. Well, believe me, I know what I'm talking about. It's been my experience that when you give somebody advice, it always turns out wrong. Remember that time I advised Herb Dunkel to cancel his accident insurance? When was that? Right before he slipped and broke his leg. <laughs> Didn't speak to me for two months. Hi, Mom. Hi, Pa. Oh, hello, Dave. Hello, dear. What's the matter? Oh, nothing. You don't look very happy. I'm just fed up with Stan Wilson. What's he done? Well, all last term he kept asking Betty Watson if he could take her to the prom. And she kept turning him down. I told him he was too anxious and he ought to wait a while. So this term he followed my advice and didn't ask her until last week. In the meantime, she'd made another date and now he blames me. See, there you are, Harriet. There's a perfect example of what I've been talking about. What have you been talking about? Giving people advice. You only lose friends. That's exactly what happened to you, David. Well, no, it isn't. Stan was never my friend. <laughs> There's no chance of his ever being one now. Oh, I don't care. If I wanted him for a friend, he'd have been one long ago. What I'm trying to impress on you and your mother is that you just shouldn't give advice gratuitously. You understand? Everything except gratuitously. <laughs> oh, Harriet. I don't know either. If Mom hadn't asked, I would have. Well, if you want to know what it means, I'd advise you to look it up in the dictionary. How can you gratuitously advise him to look up gratuitously in the dictionary when you're against anyone giving advice gratuitously? <laughs> well, you know I mean that in regard to important things. Money, domestic problems. If I'm not mistaken, there's a quotation. Uh, Ricky, are you in the den? Yeah, Pop. Uh, would you bring me a copy of Lord Chesterfield's letters? Regular or king size? <laughs> That book with a yellow cover. Oh, oh, yeah, I see it. All right, if I remember correctly, Lord Chesterfield made a very shrewd observation about advice in one of his letters to his son. Here it is, Pop. Yeah, how are you going to find it? 
while I spill some water on the page and it's wrinkled. <laughs> now, here it is. Advice is seldom welcome, and those who want it the most like it the least. In other words, people say they want advice. When you give it to them, they're angry. I'm convinced, Your Lordship. What is the value of having a good knowledge of English literature? You can always use it to prove a point. Oh, here's another one. Wear your learning like your watch in a private pocket. And do not pull it out and strike it merely to show that you have one. What time is it, dear? (laughs) Yes, I understand the whole problem, Helen, but I just can't give you any advice. Good girl, Harriet. But, Helen, let's put it this way. Suppose I called you up and told you that my best friend gave a luncheon and didn't invite me. What would you advise me to do? Uh, Harriet... No, I wouldn't do that. No. No. Yes, that's right. That's what I'd do. Well, thanks for the advice, Helen. Bye. Well, Harriet, you cheated. No, I didn't. She gave me advice. You heard me ask her what I should do if my best friend didn't invite me to a luncheon. Well, nevertheless... Uh... Come on in, Thorny. Come in, Thorny. Oh, hello, Harriet. Hi, Oz. Uh, hello, Thorny. Harriet, you're just the one I'm looking for. It, it looks like rain and Catherine's not home. Think I ought to take our wash in? Oh, don't ask me. I don't want to lose my friend. <laughs> What's the matter with Harriet? Nothing. Oh, she's probably tired. You ought to take her out to dinner tonight. Thorny, when I want your advice, I'll ask for it. Okay, Oz, don't get mad. I still love you. <laughs> I'm not mad at you. Good. Then I'll help myself to a cigar. Hey, get your hands out of there. Didn't last very long, did it? Mind if I smoke my pipe? No. Got any tobacco? Thorny, what did you come over here for? Looks like nothing. (laughs) Oz, you're a pretty good businessman. Thank you. You'd have to be. You're such a cheapskate. (laughs) All right, have some tobacco. Oh, thanks. What is this you're smoking? Shredded wheat? (laughs) Thorny, fill your pipe and come to the point. Not your pouch, your pipe. (laughs) Say, Oz, uh, what do you think of the new cars? Well, most of them are are pretty nice. Do you ever think of trading that old clunk of yours in and getting a new one? Yes. I've been thinking the same thing. I can get a pretty fair deal on a trade-in, or I could put about 75 bucks for the work into the old car and drive it another year. What do you think I ought to do? Thorny, are you asking me for advice? I know it sounds ridiculous, but I am. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry, but I can't advise you. Oh, come on now, Oz. You're an expert on everything. Just ask anybody, especially you. I can't advise you, but... Well, to quote Lord Chesterfield, advice is seldom welcome, and those who want it most like it least. What does that mean in round figures? <laughs> it means if I told you to buy the car and you bought it and weren't happy with it, then you'd be sore at me. Oh, you're advising me not to buy it, that I should keep the old car another year. No, I'm not. Well, then I should buy it. So what I'm trying to say to you is I won't give you any advice. Look, Oz, I can understand you're not giving cigars or tobacco, but advice is free. I should think you'd be throwing it around like crazy. Oh, Tony, I want to keep your friendship, and that's why I won't give you any advice. What kind of a friend are you? Believe me, Thorny, this is the only way to preserve our friendship. Well, I don't want to preserve it if I, I can't even discuss my problems with you. Then now, Thorny... I you... know what's wrong with you. You're chicken. You're afraid to give an advice. <laughs> well, even if you did give me any advice, I wouldn't take it. So long, you spineless jellyfish. <laughs> Oz, 
Oswald, George Nelson. That's right. Oh, by George Oswald, it's good to see you. Gee, I, I'm sorry. Uh, just a minute now. Oh, don't remember me, huh? Well, I, I know your face. Uh, give me a hint. Rutgers? Oh, oh, yeah? You don't remember Kappa Beta Phi and the old Rawway Inn? We were initiated together. Oh, oh. Now, I say to you, the train is in the station, and what do you say to me? Oh, woo-woo! <laughs> Oh. <laughs> How about that? Good old Kappa Beta Phi. Come on in, brother. Yeah. Oh, I see we have a visitor. Uh, Harriet, yes. Uh, uh, Kappa Beta Phi, brother of mine. Uh, this is my wife. How do you do? Oh, this is a pleasure indeed. What fraternity did you say? Uh, uh, Kappa Beta Phi. It's sort of like uh, Phi Beta Kappa. Uh, kind of an honorary society, you might say. But but more secret. Yeah. Great bunch of guys, eh, Oh, oh the, the best. You never told me about it, dear. Won't you come in, Mr. Uh... Uh, yeah, it was so secret we never mentioned the other members' names. <laughs> that was in college. You can tell her now, Oz. Uh, uh, no, sir. When I swear an oath in blood, I never break it. All right, I'll tell her. Well, okay, but it's on your conscience, not mine. My name is Henderson, Toby Henderson. You'd never get me to say it in a million years. <laughs> well, please sit down. Oh, thank you. Well, Oz, I guess you're wondering why I dropped in on you out of a clear blue sky. That's just what I did. I'm just between planes. Well, I must admit this is a pleasant surprise, Tubby. Toby. I, 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 <laughs> I get right to the point. You remember in our sophomore year, we were sitting around having a Coke at the drugstore, and I said to you, Oz, I can't make up my mind what to major in. Do you think I ought to try accounting or advertising? Then you gave me your advice. He did? He certainly did. Well, you know how it is. I was just telling Harry this morning that giving advice is a bad idea. Well, it's a little late for that now. I did exactly what you told me to do. But it was just one man's opinion, and you can't blame it on me. After all, we were practically kids. Boy, it was the best advice I ever had. Oh, well, good. <laughs> because of your husband, Mrs. Nelson, I went into the advertising business, and fortunately, I've managed to do pretty well. Well, isn't that nice? <laughs> and we probably advertise a great many of the products you use in your everyday life. Yes, sir, Oz. I'll never forget what you did for me. And all these years, I've wanted to repay you. Are you still doing okay? Well, you're darn right. Thanks to your early advice. Well, I've always felt that I'd like to pay you back. And I think I've finally figured it out. I'm going to repay you in kind, Oz. I'm going to give you a piece of advice that's just as good as the advice you gave me. Well, that's very thoughtful. Uh, what's the advice? Now listen carefully now, Oz. One of our big accounts, Maxwell Chemical, has bought out a small corporation, the Anderson Dixon Company. Well, the whole thing's very hush-hush, you see. And it won't be announced until Tuesday. When the news does come out, Pat Anderson Dixon stock is going to go up at least eight points, maybe more. Say, that's really something to know. Oz, old boy, take my advice and beg, borrow, or steal every cent you can and buy Anderson Dixon. Uh-oh, that's my cab. I told him to let me know when we had to leave to get back to the airport. Well, gee, Toby. Toby. Uh, uh, I, I certainly appreciate this. <laughs> Think nothing of it. And uh, uh, keep it to yourself. And the next time I see you at the Rutgers reunion, I expect you to drive up in a solid gold Cadillac. <laughs> uh, so long, Oz. So long, Mrs. Nelson. Uh, so long, Toby. Tubby. Uh, to 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 uh, gee. Well, that was certainly a nice gesture, wasn't it? Yes. I'd forgotten him entirely. So I gathered. Isn't that funny? I don't even remember giving him the advice, and he says it influenced his whole life. Uh, what was the name of the stock? Anderson Dixon. You think I ought to buy some? Don't look at me. I took your advice too, dear. 
I never give advice anymore. According to popular understanding, advice is an opinion recommended or offered as worthy to be followed. Well, according to Ozzie Nelson, advice is what you don't give any of to anyone unless you want to make an enemy of who was a friend. Now, of course, Ozzie never put it quite that way, and something has just happened which may mess up his whole theory. In college, Ozzie gave some advice to a friend who took it and became successful. Now, in return, he's given Ozzie a surefire tip on a stock. And since the man is a fraternity brother and a friend, Ozzy, who's a trusting soul, is checking up on him. Hello, is this Maxon Henderson and Rubicum? I want to talk to Mr. Henderson. Oh, he is out of town. Uh, tell me, is he a tall, thin man who went to Lehigh? You know he's a short, stout man who went to Rutgers. Oh, he's a short, stout man who went to Rutgers. Tallies perfectly with your description of the man who was here, Harriet. <laughs> Oh, thank you very much. Uh, just tell him I called. No, 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 uh, you don't need my name. <laughs> I know who I am. <laughs> uh, that'll confuse her. Yeah, that was pretty clever. Well, I couldn't let him know I was checking up on him. Well, is he who he said he was? Yes, and I'm surprised. I'm surprised, too. Well, why should you be? The man comes here, he tells me who he is, and he's who he is. And why did you have to call New York to find out? Well, it just didn't seem possible he could take my advice and do so well. You were good friends in college, weren't you? Oh, yes. Yeah. I remember once he asked me about... No, that was another fellow, and, and they got divorced later. Oh, that sounds like an interesting episode. Tell me more. No, no, it, it, was, it was nothing. Uh, strangest thing, though... You know, the moment I saw this uh, Tubby Toby uh, guy, I, I knew him, but I, I didn't know... Well, but when, when he put his left hand in his right pocket and said the train is in the station, and I said, woo-woo, I, I knew him. You'd have to. <laughs> He's got a sensational rating in Dun & Bradstreet's. He's the vice president of an advertising agency. How about that? Take advertising, I said. There's a tremendous future in it. You'll make a lot of money, I said. It's big business. You'll clean up, I said. How can you remember what you said when you can't... Well, it, it's sort of coming back to me now. You know, it's like a Hungarian dinner. It takes a while, but it's a... Uh... Do you think that stock market tip is any good? Well, I looked up the stock in the paper. The last quotation was four and an eighth. Not very expensive. Harriet, do you think we ought to just... I have dinner out and go to a movie? It's a wonderful idea. No, 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 no. no. I, I'm talking about the stock. Do you think I ought to buy some? I told you before, dear. Please don't ask me for any advice. I just don't know what to do about that stock. Harriet, do you think... Harriet? Harriet? Are you...
Yes, Well, go back to sleep. Harriet, how can you lie there sleeping when I've got this problem? <laughs> I wish I knew what to do. Well, maybe if I state the problem for you, it'll clarify things. Now, if you decide to put some money into that stock, you're going to be worried that it'll go down, aren't you? Yes. And if you decide not to invest any money, you're going to be worried that the stock will go up, aren't you? Well, naturally. Do you really want my advice? Well, I told you, yes. My advice to you is, stop worrying and go to sleep. Well, Oz, for goodness sake, what are you doing up so early? I couldn't sleep. Oh, your conscience is bothering you, huh? And it ought to. Yesterday, I wanted to buy a new car. I came over to see you for a little advice, and all I got was a pipe full of tobacco and a lecture. I don't know which was staler. <laughs> I'm sorry, Thorny, but I'm faced with a problem. Uh, let's put it this way. Say this uh, a friend of mine, whose name I'm not at liberty to reveal, needs some advice. You see, an old college friend of this friend of mine dropped in on him yesterday and gave him a real inside tip on a stock that's sure to go up at least eight points. And my friend doesn't know whether he should put all his savings in it. How much money have you got? How'd you know it was me? Well, because when you said you had a friend, it had to be you. You're the only friend you've got. Now, Thorny, I'm serious. This is a real legitimate tip. Now, what do you think I ought to do? Well, what's the name of the stock? I can't tell you that. Then I can't give you any advice. Well, why not? Well, how can I tell you whether to buy something or not when I don't even know what it is? Well, yeah, I, I suppose that's right. Well, of course it's right. What's the name of the stock, pal? <laughs> I don't know if I should tell you. You want my advice, don't you? Well, yes, but... What? Does I read Fortune magazine every time I go to the drugstore. Catherine's father in Schenectady subscribes to the Wall Street Journal. And I got a cousin who erases the blackboard in the stockbroker's office. Now, could you ask for better qualifications? <laughs> well, I'm not much impressed. All right. The stock. The stock. Marty! <laughs> what about the advice? Oh, yeah. Better put on a coat. It's cold out there. Anderson Dixon Company, huh? Well, it's a small company. The stock has been more or less inactive for years. As a broker, I wouldn't recommend buying it. But I've got a real good tip. <laughs> well, Mr. Nelson, I get tips every day of the week. But this is really inside information. Oh, yes, of course. It always is. <laughs> Take my advice. If you want to invest in stocks, do it on a good, sound, logical basis, not on a tip. <laughs> Tips. But I thought it... I that... hope you haven't told anyone else about this. Uh, well? Even though my business is giving advice, I try to give as little as possible. Believe me, you don't know how easily bad advice can make an enemy. Uh, Lord Chesterfield says... Yes, yes, I, I know him very well. <laughs> Hello? Oh, hello, Mr. Thornberry. Thornberry? Oh, give me the phone, quick. Hello, Thorny, don't buy it. Don't buy it. I'm home, dear. Uh, Harriet, where have you been all afternoon? Oh, I had some things to do. Here's the evening paper. Oh, thanks. Uh, where's the financial page? In the back, I think. I went down to Norma's thrift shop with Clara Randolph. She sold them 15 dresses. 
Harriet, I told you not to get involved in that. And I sold my old beaver coat and some of my dresses. Well, what did you... Oh, no. What's the matter? That Anderson Dixon stock I didn't buy, it went up ten points. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's thorny. I advised him. I mean, I, I told... I, I told you you can only make an enemy by giving advice. Come in, Corny. So there you are, Lord Chesterfield. Now, now, hold it, Corny. My friend. You're probably sitting here adding up the money you made on that stock you talked me out of buying. No, no, Thorny. I didn't buy any either. I could be driving a new car if it wasn't for you. I ought to sue you. For what? For being so two-faced. You advised me not to buy it. But Herb Dunkel bought some, and Joe Randolph was in on it. Well, how did they find out? I never spoke to them. 160, 170. Harriet. Well, dear, it sounded like a good tip to me, so I decided to invest some of my dresses in it. Clara and I met Mrs. Dunkel at lunch, and, and then I went to the stockbroker's office, and they followed me. The next thing I knew, their husbands were waving checks around, and it was, well, it was just one of those things. 180, 190. Hey, there's Catherine going into the house. She's loaded with packages. Oh, we met her on the way to the stockbroker's office, too. Thorny, you didn't even tell her about the stock. Well, naturally, she'd never let me take my money out of our account. She's no fool. Hey, I wonder how much she invested. Catherine! <laughs> 195, 200, 210, 210. Not bad for a small investment. Gee, if I'd have invested some real money, I, I could you have You could have lost it, too, dear. You see, you were right about the advice. Because if you had asked me for advice, I would have said not to buy it. And right now, you'd be pretty angry with me. Well, I suppose so. But if I were the kind of a guy who gives advice, I would have advised you to buy it. Then we wouldn't have anything. Why not? Dear, after all these years, you know me better than that. I never follow your advice. <laughs> This is Vern Smith saying tune in again next week for another transcribed adventure of Ozzie and Harriet, starring Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio Service.